With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. We were on the brink. We were on the edge. We were down 14 nothing, backs against the wall. And then I put on the chain. The team rallied. We got the win, 29-21. to 21. Rob, did you ever think we were going to lose that game? Uh, I was nervous a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we did not look sharp. We just looked flat. Um, not necessarily terrible, just really flat. And you know, that turnover, that pick six was not a good moment. Um, if they had scored one more and we had gone down, you know, 21 zero, I would have really been panicking, but, um, I'll give them credit. They bought it. They battled back. It was an ugly game in the rain. Um, I am going to give a little kudos to myself with the Miles Sanders, two TDs. I did call that on yes. the last podcast, it. uh, players, player of the game in my mind. So, um, it was a good one for him. I mean, look, we're a better team than the Jaguars. Um, but those are the games you got to win when you're a good team. Sometimes you, you know, things don't go well and you got to battle back. And we did. Yeah. I, and again, I, I partially blame myself. Uh, you know, at the SGPN studio, God's eye TV, I got a little cocky. I put uh, red zone on the pupil, the main TV and had the Eagles on one of the side TVs after. The oh my gosh, day. Sean. I know. I know. I didn't even share it on the thread. I, I just didn't want to, that bad juju to get out there immediately I mean, between it. that and not wearing the necklace. I mean, what were you doing? Yeah. Well, it's a chain and the chain is worn when needed. It is not, it's not something willy nilly. It's like blitzing Rob. You can't blitz every play, but if you're I like, disagree Jonathan with Gannon, that, <laughs> Jonathan Gannett dialed up the heat. I think Hassan Reddick for me was the player of the game. I mean, he just, it finally it came to life, strip sacks, fumble recoveries. He did it all. Justin, how about you? Were you worried? I mean, you had to be somewhat worried, but did you think we were ever going to lose that game? You guys saw me in the text thread. I was I was pretty confident. I thought we could come back. I even said, hey, we're going to go down 17 nothing year when the Jags have the ball and we're going to come back and win this game. Uh, I actually thought, honestly, I wasn't too panicky, number one, because, uh, you know, 
we had won three games already. I thought this was actually a good test for us. Even if we weren't able to pull out the game, I was I wanted to see kind of a stress test with these guys and what they could pull off. And uh, I was happy to see it, as you guys said. I mean, we came back. We fought hard. Um, we established a run, which I'll pat myself on the back. I said we needed to do that in order to win this game. So there you go. Uh, we, we made things happen. And uh, in all facets of the game, I mean, defense played great. Um, Hertz came around. I mean, he could have had a better game. I think we could all admit that. But he did what needed to be done in order to win that game and took care of the ball after that pick six, which is what we needed. Yeah, I mean, it's it certainly wasn't Hertz's best game, but – uh, you know, in Hertzian fashion, when the team needed a play, a la fourth down, when they had to get a touchdown there, and he drops mm-hmm. back and like, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, I'm gonna lay out and get this touchdown. The guy got it done. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the most beautiful passing day, but again, the the conditions weren't great. It was slick. Um, you know, he could have turned the ball over four times like Trevor Lawrence. It's easy to make excuses, but uh, you know, the guy got the win when we needed it. And yeah, offensive line played really well. Uh, we got a good push up front. It, what's exciting about this team is that they're figuring out different ways to win, uh, to win the game. Like, you know, we've won with the passing game. Uh, now we've won with the running game. We've won with defense and we've won coming back from behind. Like the other couple of games, we had just gotten out to a lead and kind of controlled the game more or less. Uh, I guess we were down seven, nothing in Detroit there, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's just exciting to see them win in different ways. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, it definitely was not Hurts' prettiest game. I mean, he's only 16 for 25, 204 yards. And that interception, his QBR, Sean, which I know you're a big QBR mm, fan, yes. uh, was only 26.2. Um, so not a great number there. Uh, although Trevor Lawrence was 12.9. And I mean, <laughs> by the way, what's up with him not being able to hold the ball? I mean, five, you know, five turnovers is is pretty insane. Yeah, well, I said, uh, yeah, maybe Doug's worst trait as a coach is he's not able to get his quarterbacks to hold on to the ball. You saw it with Wentz when he was there. And maybe that's uh, trickling down to Lawrence. Who knows? Trevor Lawrence, I saw this the first uh, person to fumble four times and lose all four fumbles in this century. So, uh, whatever, whenever the century begins, 1999 or 2000, I forget how it works, but, um, yeah, I, again, just completely collapsed. I mean, what, some were just like unprovoked. Um, some were strip sacks. Uh, and then, yeah, he had that really bad interception as well. But our, our cornerbacks played really well. I mean, you know, the fact that Avante Maddox uh, missed the game, we didn't seem to really miss him. The backup cornerbacks, I thought, played really well. And Darius Slay was out for a uh, big portion of the game. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of strip sacks, and I'm going to credit Baldy, I saw this online on Reddit. Uh, Hassan Reddick now has 11 uh, strip sacks in his last 36 starts. I mean, pretty, pretty impressive stat actually. Um, And, and so, you know, it seems like he's really coming into his own who would have thought he was good as a pass rusher versus dropping into coverage. Um, (laughs) But I was glad to see him start kind of starting to break out there. Yeah. And, and as far as like nuggets, it's always so fun after you win, just like looking through Reddit and social media and just seeing like all the great stats. Another one that jumped out at me, I think we have 10 uh, turnovers and only nine touchdowns allowed. So we're getting more turnovers than we are allowing touchdowns. Like it's just, it's making stuff so easy for that offense. And then you throw in the fact that 
AJ, uh, you know, AJ Brown is just a beast and that, you know, Jalen hurts has gotten better as a passer. It was already very good leader intangibles running game. But I think, you know, even if he's just improved his passing game a little bit, which he has, uh, it's just, it's just kind of an awesome, awesome run. What about you, Justin? Any, any stats that jump out at you? Yeah, it's been great to see these guys uh, be able to come together as a team. And I think a big uh, Nick needs to be, you know, noticed a little bit more as a coach here. He got ragged on a lot, you know, his initial press conference and then the fertilizer comment with the plants and all that. And uh, from what I saw, he's we're 11 and four since those plant fertilizer water comments that he had. And, and uh, I know the fan base got on him a little harsh there. Uh, I think we stuck up for him a bit. And he's been able to get these guys to buy into everything that he has to offer. And I I think that's, you know, it's not a small thing to do. Um, And the biggest thing with him is he preaches those fundamentals. And if you watch some of these other games, I mean, teams lose because of the fumbles that take place, the bad communication between players. And, you know, these guys are really uh, buying into what he's preached. And we, yeah, you've seen the success from that. Taking a quick break to talk about WinBet. It is the perfect time to get over on WinBet. Again, bet $100, get a $100 free bet. New Jersey, New York, I know there are tons of Eagles fans there. There's going to be a ton out in Arizona. Again, uh, fire up the uh, win, build your own bet, get the same game parlay going. Hashtag go birds, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. Fubo gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with the NFL Red Zone, over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Plus, no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. All you got to do is go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. And you get 15% off your first month. Again, FuboTV.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by the Elias Game Plan app. That's right. You got to be getting the Elias Game Plan app if you're serious about NFL betting, NFL fantasy. It is great. I mean, they break down all the games, tons of great stats, tons of great nuggets and information. And uh, I love firing these up because you're looking. Here we go. Uh, great stat about the Eagles. They're the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL, winning by an average of 11 points per game, 28.8 to 17.8. Uh, their defense allowing only 277.3 yards per game, and they lead the NFL with 16 sacks. Thank you, Elias. Um, you know, bet smarter, not harder. And if you use our promo code SGPN25, you'll get 25% off your first month. That is the Elias Game Plan app. Promo code SGPN25 for 25% off. And we're back to the Diary Eagles podcast. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, he he preaches ball security, and it actually seems like something that, uh, you know, that is clearly making a difference. And again, that all starts with Hurts. Like, um, you know, not turning the ball over. I know it sounds obvious, but I, I think he doesn't even get enough credit. Like, he's thrown two interceptions this season. One was, you know, uh, Kind of, I mean, certainly his fault, this one in Jacksonville. And then yeah. the one off Gainwell's hand really wasn't his fault at all. So he's been playing pretty clean overall. And man, just AJ Brown through four games, 404 receiving yards, third in the league, 18 first downs, fifth in the league, 2.89 yards uh, per route run, third in the league. Like Hertz drops back there and you can just see like if he doesn't 
see what he wants to see his when in doubt, he just chucks it to AJ Brown, whether he's covered or not. And it, it seems to be a great strategy. Um, Rob, I know we've been kind of tracking uh, what contract you would or wouldn't give Hertz today. Where would you have this at now? I, I think in some ways you could maybe move the contract down, but in some, in, in another way, like they gutted out a gritty win in ugly weather. And I, I think he deserves credit for that. Yeah, I am. I, um, I, I'm keeping it at status quo, same as it was last week. I'm not going to raise it off that performance, but at the same time, I'm not going to drop it. I mean, look, every quarterback, good or bad, has games that are just tough. You know, the conditions were tough. The weather was tough. Um, you know, so was he perfect? No, but they adjusted their style of play and got the win. And, um, you know, I'll give him credit. He only, he had one turnover. Uh, there could have been more, as you said. So I'm going to leave it at the same, uh, no, no new, uh, no new hypothetical this week. Uh, the same offers on the table <laughs> deal or no deal. I'm still, I'm still making it a deal. I, and it's crazy because we're going to, I think, if it kind of keeps playing out like this, we'll have to pay Hertz, but I don't, it's not going to be like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or even Lamar Jackson's deal. It'll be up there, but I think it, it'll be like behind some of those guys. And then you throw in the fact that the saints keep losing. Like it's crazy right now that uh, if the season ended today, we would be the number one seed and have the number four pick overall. Like, you know, I've definitely given Howie a bunch of crap over the years. I think everyone has the times, but man, Howie has just had a dominant, dominant off season and, and regular season. Uh, Justin, what about you? You know, kind of switching over to the season as a whole. What is your biggest concern with this team moving forward? I mean, I think my biggest concern would just be overall depth. Um, I, you kind of saw it a little bit in this game. Injuries started to pile up. We went three games where really we haven't had anything huge take place. I know Barnett uh, wasn't with us, but other than that, and the Dillard. Um, a broken arm uh, earlier, I think in preseason, actually. But you started to see it a little bit. You know, Slay went out. Maddox didn't start. Uh, Mylotta went out. And then Samalu as well. Um, luckily, though, I mean, offensive line held up great. You know, Driscoll came in, and I think Opeta came in for Samalu. And we're able to pull things off. But, you know, th that goes down a little bit more. You see some things might happen uh, with a breakdown in the offensive line. Who knows? But I think the biggest thing is just – you know, with Slay and Maddox out, you had McPherson and Scott out there, and they actually played really well considering. Yeah. But there was a McPherson's play McPherson's having a good year. Yeah, he is. He's, he's come in played great. But he did see that one play. I think Scott kind of got beaten coverage there. Uh, even though he came in, he played fairly well. And But you just wonder, you know, if we take a couple more lumps, especially on the defensive side of the ball, what might take place. Uh, but luckily, you know, these guys were able to hold up in this game. Yeah, I mean, injuries, uh, Mylotta left the game with the shoulder thing. Slay's dealing with an arm thing. Maddox, I think it's an ankle. All seem not super serious, but all may miss this game against the Cardinals. Uh, Jake Elliott, also they did sign an, a, an emergency kicker uh, just in case Elliott can't go. Uh, everyone saw that video of Elliott taking those pills on the sideline. Dude is just a gamer ready to go back in. 
uh, I don't know what happened to his leg, but um, yeah, yeah, it does feel like injuries, knock on wood, are are the main thing that can derail them um, or, or turnovers. And and so far, they've been playing such a clean game. The other thing that would uh, that's really frustrating to me is, and we've been overcoming them, but we still keep getting these dumb, stupid, same penalties. It's either illegal man downfield, offensive pass interference. I, I, we had the same issue early last season, uh, last year, and they cleaned it up. I don't, it's kind of annoying and frustrating. Yeah. We're getting those once again. They wiped off an AJ Brown touchdown, which possibly or possibly not screwed me in fantasy. And, and it's just stuff like that where it's like, come on, guys, we got, we got to clean this up. What about you, Rob? What's, uh, what's been bothering you? I mean, Gannon, yeah, damn near flawless right now. Well, I mean, that's not to go that far, but, um, <laughs> he's, he's doing okay. Um, no, you don't I, want you know, to get I a big. There's nothing that's a crazy concern to me. Obviously, the injuries are always a concern. That's that's nothing novel. Any player can go down at any time. But I think special teams overall is mm-hmm. has not been great this year. Uh, we have the concern with Elliott. Our punter is not doing. I mean, it's in the end zone Bad. every time. Yeah. Like, how about we pin someone sometime? Um, you know, Kobe hasn't really showed anything as a as a returner. So. You know, I think if there's a weakness on a phase right now, it's probably special teams versus offense and defense. Um, you know, that's just what I think. And I did want to go back, Sean, just one stat uh, that I saw that I think is interesting and, and something we're not uh, used to seeing. Um, and I'll credit uh, Marcus Mosher on Twitter here. Um, but the Eagles actually are the team with the most big plays through week four. And that a big play is defined as uh, 10 plus yards rushing or te- 20 plus yards receiving. And we have 36 of them. Uh, interestingly, the next closest team is Detroit uh, with 35, uh, just one back Packers, one back. Uh, the Rams dead last uh, with only wow. 16 big plays, which is surprising considering how they've been kind of, an explosive offense traditionally. So it's good to see they're getting guys open and they're, and they're getting big chunks out there. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, and some would argue it's, it's the quarterback. You know, a lot of haters will say, Oh, they haven't beaten a good team. Well, the Vikings are three and one, the Jaguars were a good team until uh, we played them. Apparently just this team is, is really not going to get any respect. And you know, you look at the NFC landscape. Um, I mean, the fact that we're the last undefeated team, but Really, like, who is our biggest concern in the NFC? It's uh, Justin. What am I missing here? Who Who are you most worried about in the NFC? I don't know. It's kind. Of, it really is interesting. I think last week I threw out the Rams, but then you watched, you know, this past game with them, and they really didn't have much to offer. You just wonder, did they are they coming out flat? Really, in the season, it seemed like they were kind of high and low last season, um, and they ended uh, with a little bit of a bang there, even though they went out in the playoffs. But still, I mean, you just kind of wonder. Or sorry, they won the Super Bowl, didn't they? <laughs> um, but still, uh, they did all right. I just I wonder. Uh, I, I wonder if they're the team to still look at and be a little bit concerned about. Um, you look at our own division. I don't think we have much to worry about, even though. Uh, Dak is coming back with the Cowboys. I, I've watched a few of their highlights. No, I can't say a whole game here or there, but maybe they could get a spark going. Um, they don't have Cooper anymore, and I've seen Lamb drop quite a few passes. So I, I really don't know. What's I want to be concerned about somebody, but there's nobody right now in the NFC who I can go, man, that's a team I need to be worried about. I think Dak's still out this 
this week, by the way. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Today. Yeah, I think he's out. He's coming back, what, next week? Are he's trying to come back? I think so, yeah. The following? He's no Cooper Rush, I'll tell you that much. No, big big QB controversy. <laughs> uh, Justin, you threw out a hypothetical in the group chat. Besides Hurts, and obviously Rare Breed Untamed is is the would be the hardest to replace. Or if I'm wrong, let me know. But um, besides him, who would you most be worried about? Either of these guys nicked up or, uh, you know, knock on wood, someone else being injured. Uh, you know, my lot of slay. You could, you could even make a case for Elliot. Cause if we're playing in some close games, field goal kickers are tough to come by. I'm going to say, you know, it's weird. I I'm going to say Darius slay. I think, cause we do have decent offensive line depth. Um, although, you know, we, we played decent, uh, defense without him. I think part of that was the weather and the conditions, the wind the fact that, uh, Goldilocks, AKA Trevor Lawrence couldn't hold on to a ball there. But I think if we go up against some top tier passing games and we don't have Darius Slay, I think that's where we really get in trouble because, um, the fact that Bradbury can be the number two and a great number two, I think is a huge, huge advantage. But Justin, I I'm interested. What do you, what, what would you say would be the worst injury? Uh, between my lot of slay Elliot, I I'd say slay. Um, not, I would say him simply because, you know, with my we have some good chemistry on that offensive line. You kind of saw it this past game with, like I said, my and Samalu going out. Uh, we still kept things clicking, especially in a game where we needed to continue to run the ball. Um, a, a kicker is obviously a concern, as you said, like Elliot. Uh, but I think Slay overall, even with McPherson playing well, I just think a guy like that in the locker room, uh, don't forget he was named a captain this season, um, is a guy you need there. You need him on the field, especially. He's made some huge plays for us, especially in the red zone. So I, I think he's definitely the guy uh, you do not want to lose out of those guys. Robbie, where are you at? Um, so, so the hypothetical is just those three for this, well, week, right? I, I, not anyone on the team. No, I would say I, like, we can open it up to anyone on the team. I mean, if you're asking me anyone on the team, I think it's A.J. Brown. I, I just oh, think yeah. he's really mm. – from my perspective, come in and just transform this offense. I mean, adding him with our other weapons has just opened everything up in my mind. And I know, you know, part of that is hopefully that Hertz has improved himself, but he's just brought a new dynamic and has really been a go-to. So to me, if we lost him, it would be a massive blow. Yeah, no, that's a good one because you're right. Um, the, the passing game, I mean, it's just so it's such a luxury to have Devonta Smith be the number two receiver. And he's looked, uh, amazing in and of his, his own right here. So hopefully, uh, and he's a little banged up as well. It sounds like, it sounds like all these guys should be pretty good to go and not super serious, but you know, injuries keep adding up, uh, get a little nervous there. Uh, someone in the Eagles subreddit threw out this hypothetical that basically last year, when we were going on, or sorry, not last year, uh, 2017, AKA last Super Bowl run. When we were going on the run, we picked up Jay Ajayi, uh, at the trade deadline to kind of help the run game. Is there someone you think the Eagles should go after? And maybe, maybe it's not necessarily a player, but a certain position, uh, to help kind of like solidify things as we go on this run, Justin, if you had to trade for someone before the deadline, who are you looking to add? I mean, uh, just thinking about it off the top of my head here, I don't know about, like you said, a specific player, but I think you can never have too much defensive lineman depth. I mean, uh, Barnett's been out. Uh, our defensive line has been 
playing really well, uh, but I don't think you can have too much. The other uh, position that's kind of languishing still, even with us picking up CJGJ um, and Epps playing fairly well. I mean, safety, I think, could still be, you know, a position that we could still upgrade on potentially. Yeah, I don't I don't mind safety. I mean, again, you know, maybe the Bengals, Jesse Bates, it seems like that's a that's been a pipe dream. And you're right, like they've played good, but definitely some room for improvement. You mentioned it earlier, or or Rob was talking about it with the special teams, but man, if I think we need a new punter. I, I still don't know why we haven't upgraded the punting position, but it really makes a difference. Um, you know, five, 10 yards of field position certainly adds up. And if we're not going to get much in the return game uh, on the, on punt returns, we at least need to get some better stuff down the field at punts itself. So I think we need to upgrade our punter. I mean, the idea of trading for a punter is a little insane, but uh, we need to upgrade the punter. I mean, cause we got a good team, Rob, what about you? Who are we looking to move? I mean, first of all, uh, Sean, I've seen you, uh, some footage of you kicking, uh, at some of those conferences you go to. So maybe Look you should out. go down there for a tryout. Um, no, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, this is one of the first years in a while that I actually feel pretty good. I mean, I guess if, if you're going to ask me, I, I definitely think we need a better kick returner, uh, but, or, you know, whether that person's on the roster or not, I just think we need to try someone different. Um, but otherwise, I just think secondary depth, whether it's corner or, or safety, I, you know, you can never, it never hurts to have some more depth, of those positions down the stretch. Um, you know, so that would be my pick. Mm. But, I, but I, I don't, as, as we sit here now, and this could change, you know, at any given time, depending on who's available, I wouldn't go giving up tons of uh, capital. Uh, you know, for anyone, unless they're obviously a real stud player or something that you're going to have long-term, but um, I wouldn't go, you know, trading picks just for a, you know, half year rental kind of thing. All right. We we've, we've talked about some potential trades. We talked about some uh, concerns. What about uh, the biggest surprise? Like there's been a lot of positive surprises. You know, I was eye on uh, Jalen hurts. I thought he would take a step up. Um, to me, uh, I think the pass rush has been the biggest surprise, you know, that we brought in a bunch of high profile free agents and, you know, Jonathan Gannon was given a lot of excuses like, Oh, he just didn't have the players, but I was still a bit skeptical. And then, Oh, Hey, we're kind of changing to a three, four. I was a bit skeptical. So the fact that we are getting a pass rush that we're right up there leading the league in sacks to me is the, is the biggest surprise. What about you, Rob? Yeah. I mean, I guess, look, Hertz is number one surprise in a good way. Um, you know, I was skeptical coming into the season, but I think that's the obvious one. So I'll, I'll put that aside. And, and I think uh, there's been so many surprises, but I guess it, for me, it is Jonathan Gannon. I mean, I've been a doubter uh, from the start and, and he has had a nice couple games. I still want to see him. <laughs> I said it last week and I'm going to continue to say it. I want to see him put together a game against a real, you know, elite quarterback uh, because I think those are the guys last year that really gave him problems. And we have yet to, to play someone like that this year. So that is the one question mark in my mind that I still want to see, but you know, look, he can only beat who, who we've played and, and so far the teams look good. So I'll, I'll say that's a surprise. 
Wow, Justin, we got to make sure we save this audio for Rob. But <laughs> when uh, I, I, left game, my, I left myself plenty of wiggle room. Yeah, well, it, was I, of, it was a lot of for now. And we'll see once he plays a real quarterback. Are we even going to play a real quarterback? I mean, I know we got Aaron Rodgers on the schedule and, yeah. and Kyler Murray, I guess, is supposed to be good. But it, yeah. I mean, the NFC is just kind of weird. You know, one question, Sean, and, and you touched upon this. Uh, you know, your concerns with the defense, the potential three, four, has anyone seen any stats or been able to pick out in game? Are, are we playing more three, four, or is it even, um, you know, I, I, I haven't been able to ascertain that just watching. And I don't think I've seen any specific stats as to that. Yeah. So I think what, what happens a lot is, so they, they have three, um, it's kind of like a four, three, but you have Hassan Reddick as the fourth guy, but he's standing up. So it's like, he's technically a linebacker, but he's acting as a defensive end. So I don't know. I don't know if you even really know to call that a three, four or a four, three, but from what I can tell, just watching it, it seems like they usually have four guys on the defensive line. One of them is Hassan Reddick, but he's standing up. Um, and, or sometimes it's Josh sweat. So it's like, you know, it is that technically is Josh sweat being a linebacker. No, not really. He's kind of a four, three, but then you're having a guy play on the nose, which that's kind of a three, four. So I think it's, it's kind of stuck there. Um, in between taking a quick break to talk about promo guide.us. It is the best place to go. If you're interested in plus EV betting strategies, they got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major books. And they got a VIP discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. Uh, I've been looking at their daily promo updates. They're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you uh, what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promos. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100 percent track transparent improved method for betting smarter so make sure you check them out over at promoguide.us also brought to you by no house advantage love playing no house advantage it's like dfs but instead of just um you know instead of just player salaries it's over under for all the different players you like it's it's a great tool if you want to fade players in dfs they got contests where you can win up to $250,000 in cash. Uh, again, you can play against the house, five team player props up to 20 X your money. And if you use the promo code SGPN over at nohouseadvantage.com, you get a first deposit match up to $25. That is nohouseadvantage.com promo code SGPN. Also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Man, if you're a coffee drinker like me, you love the taste of delicious coffee. And you know why it's so delicious? Because it's perfectly matched to my flavor profile. What is my flavor profile? I didn't know until I took the coffee quiz over at Trade Coffee. Uh, and again, they ask you a lot of questions like, hey, what do you like? What flavors? What foods? They get it dialed in and then they start sending you um, some of the best coffee beans in the country. Great from independent roasters right to your doorstep. It's one of my favorite days of the month is when the trade coffee comes and if you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, you'll get $30 off your subscription. That is drinktrade.com slash SGP. 
Last but not least, we're brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is your number one site for all your game day bets. Great place to compare odds from all the major books, find key game sets, injury reports, and projected game day weather to make the most informed bets possible. Live scores, bet tracking, key game sets, they really have it all. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's O-D-D-S trader.com slash blue wire. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. But what about uh, what about you, Justin? Do you have any uh, big surprise positive for the Eagles? Yeah, I was surprised actually. Rob said Hertz was the biggest one. I assume that with the way the defense had been playing, he was definitely going to say the defense was his biggest surprise since he was so <laughs> low again. And, uh, so yeah, I think I think we gotta you know. Uh, stick up for Hurts here, not stick up for him, but just, you know, point out what he's been able to do. And uh, last season, I said he was probably 15th or 14th best quarterback in the league. And, you know, if we could get into the top 10, if he could be a top 10 quarterback, we could, you know, be a potential Super Bowl contender. And I think he's far exceeded that, actually. I mean, coming into the season, we were questioning, you know, what's his deep ball like? Is it actually there? How accurate can he be? He can't really throw to the left side of the field. He doesn't throw to the middle of the field really um he doesn't get past his first read and he's been able to overcome all of those things he's had a long list so you got a question you know or not question you just got to really you know um you know, take notice of what he's been able to do. And I was listening to Dilfer on Rosillo and he said like one of the biggest things with him mechanically and why he and other guys didn't think he could be, you know, a long-term NFL quarterback was because he had this left knee snapping issue where like his, his body would tilt over the knee when he would throw. And usually that takes three to five years to fix or clean up. And he's been able to overcome that this past season. Um, So the guy, just is such a workhorse. Uh, you can't say it enough. And it's great to see that he's been able to, you know, become a top 10 quarterback. You could even argue he's probably close to the top five at this top point five, with baby. the way he's been playing recently. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Rare breed, untamed. All right. Let's get to the let's get to the get out the necklace, Sean. Get out the necklace. You call it a necklace one more time, Justin. Uh, We are headed to Arizona. We're going to be going to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We're going to be going to the fans of Philly tailgate. Uh, Shout out to fans of Philly. They run a bunch of great trips. If you're thinking of going out of town to an Eagles game, highly, highly recommend uh, syncing up with these guys. You're going to be enjoying the game with a bunch of Eagles fans. I mean, I sent the email with Justin of like the food and drink spread that they have for the tailgate. (laughs) Justin goes two waves of food. Are you kidding me? Highly, highly. Highly, highly recommend uh, booking with these guys if you're going to book a trip for the Eagles fans of Philly.com. That's P H A N S of Philly.com. And then also, there are a uh, like us, they are a uh, win bet uh, program over there. So they got a special deal bet $25, get a $50 free bet. And uh, that's over at winbet.com. Use a promo code X fans of Philly. That's X fans of Philly, and that's P H A N S. Sean, uh, I just want to make sure on air. So, like I read in the email, there's a breakfast wave of food, is how yes. it was described. And then there's a lunch wave of food. Yes. Correct. Okay. As well as <laughs> drinks. Justin is, doing, 
Yeah, on the video of our Zoom call, Justin's doing a wave. He's like, all right, because you can tell he's visualized. He's like, okay, a big wave of food comes. Then we eat all that. And we're drinking the whole time. And then another big wave of food comes. I mean, it was described in the email as a wave of food. I'm looking for it. It's a tsunami of snacks, Justin. We're going to be drowning in Bloody Mary and burgers and wings. And uh, Justin, what was your favorite food item on the menu? I think I saw nachos. I mean, that's always an eye opener. Classic, right? Yeah. Classic. Gotta go for it. So we also, uh, Rob, have you gotten your Batman mask? I have not. All right. Well, we are taping this on Tuesday, so you got to order it. I mean, maybe there's still time for you to get it because Justin and I are going to get on TV by wearing our Batman mask because either Quez Watkins, skinny Batman, uh, or no, he's fast Batman, uh, Devonta Smith, skinny Batman, or swole Batman scores. I'll immediately put on the Batman mask. We'll celebrate. Hopefully we're behind the end zone uh, so we can get on camera there. If yeah, there's the shipping only, uh, issues, Rob, you should ship to the Airbnb. That's a great idea, yeah. Justin. I'm going to order <laughs> it now. <laughs> For the plan is you have to carry it around for six hours uh, before the game. That is a great point, but we've talked about now um, this is going back years and years ago in our group text. Uh, I was on a, uh, I was out in Minnesota. This was the middle of the season in 2017. It was actually right after the Eagles lost to the Seahawks in Seattle the week before Wentz blew out his ACL Nick Foles uh, took us on a magical run. And I was, I was staying near uh, the, the Minnesota Viking stadium. I was, I was trying to walk off the loss. I was walking around and I had a, uh, I had a bracelet of, um, of uh, a charity organization that, uh, that, that Wentz had been involved in. I was helping this kid who is, who was ill. And I decided to, that Vikings have this like Viking ship outside the stadium. And I planted it uh, with the idea that, Hey, when the Super Bowl's there, it will be giving a uh, good mojo to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles end up going on to win the 2017 Super Bowl. So I, I think I had a big part of that. Now, Rob, we've discussed, <laughs> What are we going to do for this year's trip? What are we going to plant? Rob, I'm all ears. What are you thinking we plant at at the Arizona stadium? Because the Arizona stadium is of course where the super bowl is taking place this year. Yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, Sean does get credit for that. It was a, it was a real power move, Uh, but he also, uh, you know, deserves some criticism because he has not (laughs) done it since then. So Um, and coincidentally, we have not won the Super Bowl since feels then, so, related. Um, <laughs> it likely is. Um, but yeah, that was great. And, and those bracelets that year were a great thing for a great cause. Um, so, you know, that was great. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we need to figure it out. I, you know, maybe a, a Justin mentioned maybe like a keychain uh, or, you know, something along those lines, maybe like little Eagles patch, mm. um, you know, something like that might be good. It's got to be something relatively small. I know if I could donate my Ortega Whiteside jersey, I would happily um, sitting in the closet. But I think somebody's going to clean that up. I don't know if we can really hide that around the stadium. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got to figure it out. Tweet us at Diehard Eagles fifty two on Twitter if uh, you have a good idea as far as like what um, little thing we should bury 
in the uh, in the Arizona stadium somewhere. And Rob, yes, you are making a good point about carrying the Batman mask, but I don't know. It's it's still it's a lightweight mask. I already tried it out on the um, the main uh, sports gambling podcast show as I drafted Devonta Smith and de- debuted the um, the. It, I'll I'll say this: um, you you kind of look odd wearing a Batman mask with a beard. I don't know something <laughs> like yeah, I think the clean shaven is is the way to go with that look. As opposed to just wearing a Batman mask on a random day. That looks yeah. fine. Uh, uh, what, what are the, what's the over under of you during the tailgate, putting the Batman mask down on and speaking like Batman, how many times do you oh, think that yeah, happens? That's a good, that's a good idea, Justin. Great call. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're going to be watching the early games, sweating it out, getting some bets in over on win bet. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Going to be completely tuned up, ready to go. The real over under is how many times will Sean uh, spill something on oh, his shirt yeah. during the tailgate? That is that sure. is a great question because uh, luckily the Jalen Hurts jersey, which is my game day jersey, <laughs> is a black jersey. It's very uh, comfortable and very forgiving when it comes to stains. I'm also probably going to be wearing my camo cargo shorts, aka my good shorts. So those are pretty forgiving when it comes to stains. Can we well. get a? Can we get WinBet to set a line on that? I, yeah. I think it's like five and a half. Yeah. I was going to say three and a half, three and a half. You might be right. But it's well. a buffet. I'll be drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's- Are we going with liquid and food spillage or like a drop of beer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that might happen every time Sean tries to drink. Exactly. <laughs> Could be it could be a long, uh, long trip there. All right, let's talk. Let's break down the actual <laughs> game. Justin keys to the offense, getting the win in Arizona. Uh, yeah, last week I said about, you know, the run game. Uh, I thought we kind of needed to establish that a little bit. It seemed like the Jags were good against that. And they had won those games where they were able to uh, keep the run or stop the run. Uh, I think this game's a little bit different. I think, you know, we do need to air the ball out a bit. Get uh, spread the ball around, especially to our receivers. Um, good, solid uh, throwing going on, and I think we can win the game. There you go. <laughs> Love <laughs> a lot it. Of effort put into that one, Rob. What effort. about you? I, I think um, you know I, I've been preaching the last couple of weeks that we just need to stick to our own game and uh, offensively, but I think defensively on this game, it's just contain Kyler Murray. I mean, he's obviously a mobile quarterback. Um, you know, probably the the most mobile that that we've played thus far. Um, so I think you know the D line's got to get pressure, but they also have to you know stay disciplined. And you know, I think our our linebacking core, who's greatly improved this year, especially TJ TJ Edwards, has been playing lights out. Um, you know, will make that easier than in the past. But I, I still think we can't let him get away from us. Oh, yeah. were we? Oh, okay. No, Rob jumped ahead and and already got to the uh, got to the defense. Uh, oh my bad. Me, no, it's all right. For me, uh, offense wise, I'll I'll say yeah. It sounds obvious, but just continue to get AJ Brown the ball. Like there is no one on that Arizona Cardinals team who can guard AJ Brown, and especially with Dallas Goddard over the middle. Like I, I just. 
I don't think moving the ball is going to be an issue for this team. I think the keys to the game and jumping over the defense is going to be able to contain Kyler Murray. Cause that's the only way he beats yeah. you is by scrambling around like Rob was getting to with that schoolyard bullshit that he pulls. Uh, <laughs> we need contain. So you need Josh sweat, uh, Hassan Reddick, TJ Edwards, um, being able to clean things up. I, honestly, it's, it's for me, it's all about Josh sweat and Hassan Reddick staying, uh, maintaining contain on the outside. I feel good about all the rest of the matchups. The guy that I think besides uh, Kyler that could beat us is Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz is going to be motivated. And I think if there is one weakness in our passing game, it's um, the ability to to cover the tight end. You saw Irv Smith from the Vikings had a couple of plays where he was wide open, um, got fortunate. They couldn't connect there, but I do worry that Zach Ertz is going to uh, have, have a game there. What about you, Rob on offense? Yeah. Um, if for us on offense, you mean, or them on offense, us on offense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, um, I think we just have to stay balanced. Um, we got to get AJ Brown involved. He kind of, I think he helps get Hertz in a rhythm. Um, but I also don't want to forget about Devonte Smith. But you know, staying balanced with Miles Sanders. I think last game was his highest. Uh, you know, in in terms of yards uh, and the two touchdowns. Um, you know, so I think you know, I think it'll keep the defense honest. I mean, people are going to start getting film on us. They're going to start targeting some of those pass plays. So if we can get miles going as well, um, I, you know, I, I just don't know where the defense goes between, you know, our three, four offensive weapons plus miles running. Yeah, no, I mean, the fact that we had and, and miles quietly, you could probably add added him to the surprise list as far as like um, guys who've been showing up that you didn't, you know, he, he got hurt in preseason and we are just like, Oh, great. Here we go. Another injury played season for Miles Sanders, but he's getting touchdowns. He's running hard. It's not really that much of a running back by committee. He's really owned the job. And I think he's been having a great year, but Justin, what about you? Haven't gotten your take on the defensive side. No, I think you guys covered it. I mean, Kyler's the guy you got to look out for and you definitely need to try and contain him. Uh, I think you guys pointed it out. Um, so yeah, I'm with you guys on defense, what we need to do. Let's close it out. Final score prediction and the player of the game. Who's going up in the Eagles nest. I'll kick things off. I think, uh, I think we're just going to be able to handle this Arizona team. We're going to put up 30 plus points. I'm saying Eagles 38 Cardinals, 21 Eagles player of the game. Devonta Smith, AKA skinny Batman. Cause I, I kind of want to wear that Batman mask. Rob, <laughs> where are you at? Uh, I'm going to take the victory too, but I think this could be a hard fought game. Maybe a little bit of a shootout. Uh, I'm going to say 34, 28, uh, Eagles. I will say the player of the game is going to be Jalen hurts. I think he's going to keep it rolling and, and have a good game. Love it. Justin, nice. what do you got? Yeah, I think this one's going to be a tough one. I don't think we're going to cover. Um, so I'm going to say wow. it's going to be 24-20, right? The line's set at five now, maybe even yeah. up to five and a half. Uh, so I think it's going to be 24-20. Uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be A.J. Brown. Like you said, Sean, I think we need to deliver it to him. I think he's going to need to be the player of the game here in order for us to solidify the win. 
Justin, now I know you just said you don't think the Eagles are going to cover, but you're telling me that we're <laughs> when we're out in the great state of Arizona, which is a win bet state, and you're telling me you're not going to wager on the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you gonna uh, take, are you gonna take the Cardinals and the points? No, I, I'm gonna do Eagles money line because I just okay. feel like if I try to take the if I try to take the spread, it it might not work out, and then I'm gonna be leaving happy and sad. <laughs> I know what you mean. That is, that is the worst feeling. Hey guys, if you're, if you're going to the game or just uh, connect with us on Twitter at diehard Eagles 52 on Twitter and uh, check out the diehard Eagles store over on the sports gambling podcast network store store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, toss us a rating review. And again, if you're going to the game, hit us up, uh, especially if you're going to that fans of Philly tailgate for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green for my fellow Diehards Rob and Justin, go birds. Go, go birds. birds.